0: back, everybody, to another episode of the Clutch Talk podcast, slash YouTube, slash We Do It All. As always, I'm your host, John. Very happy to be here. My boy, Jay, he's over here in the 6th. How you doing, my dog?
1: Doing great, Jay. Doing great. Back at it. I mean, we're we're nine days, eight days away from the NBA season, so it can't be any better. Also, we rocking our merch today, man. We rocking our Clutch Talk merch, man. So... If y'all didn't know, uh, I guess it's the first announcement we're going to be making about this, but we do have our merch available. If you click our link tree, uh, we have all of our merch there on uh, that. We have hoodies, um, shirts. We I think we believe we have some shorts coming in. So whatever you need right now, and we're going to be adding more to the store, grab some merch, grab some Clutch Talk merch, support us, and we're going to keep coming with the content, man. So just yes, thought i'd make that sir. little announcement bro
0: yes sir jay yes sir that's that's a beautiful announcement a beautiful way to start the pod jay uh to her all the family out there make sure you guys go check that out if you're on youtube you see jay rocking that warriors blue i'm rocking that lakers purple y'all know y'all know how we come right. <laughs> so you know, and there's tons of other colors too man so go go out there and definitely check that out um but for now, Jay, what we got is we got this episode, Jay. We got the top five MVP predictions for this uh, upcoming year. You ready to get into these, Jay? I'm, I was excited to do this episode with you, my brother.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I, there's some – I'm, I'm excited to hear your list because I know my list is uh, – I'm happy with it because these guys are coming for the MVP this year.
0: Hey, honey, man, man. So let, let's go ahead and get into it. No uh, further delay. But if, you do, if you're out there, if you're on YouTube, make sure you – uh, smash that subscribe button before we get into this. We are on the road to 200 before 2023, man. So make sure you guys show some love right now. Um, but anyway, y'all, let's go ahead and jump into this. Jay, you want to do this five to one? Yeah, we.
1: I mean, yeah, I have. I, I sort of have. Yeah, I have an order. So you want to? Yeah, let's do five to one.
0: Okay. All right. All right. I'll go ahead. I'll go. I'll go ahead and kick off my fifth, Jay. Uh, honestly, I know this is gonna sound crazy. Right when I say. it. But you know that's all I'm saying. Got to listen to the reason. So at the fifth spot, uh, I think Jokic, right? And the only reason why I say he'd be he that far down, I know he's a back-to-back MVP, is because I mean we all know about f- f- voters fatigue, man. I mean the last two years, you know he's he, he's gotten it. And I think honestly last year he really only won it. I mean yeah, I've been stating on the record saying multiple times like I think Embiid should have won it, but Jokic won it because um, MPJ and Jamal Murray were out and. People thought the nuggets should have been sitting at the bottom of the West instead Jokic hadn't floating around that, you know, that middle, middle of the pack, which is extremely impressive. But still, I just I, I think that for this third year, in no way it, it happened, especially with MPJ back, Jamal Murray back, and uh, th- th- this voter fatigue. So that's why I went with Jokic at that fifth spot. Who you got, my brother?
1: Wow. That, I mean, I will say right away that I do have Jokic on my list, but not that low, not that low. <laughs> I mean, but I like, I like the reasons you came with what, for why he, he could potentially be that low and, and cause voter for T is a real thing. I mean, but he's fully deserving if he has the same type of year. Cause I mean, on the floor, right. Setting up his teammates, the way he can score his ability to stat, uh, stat stuff, every, almost every category with efficiency is crazy. So I have him on there, but he's not my fifth guy for my fifth guy, Jay, I have who I believe is going to be the leader. And then take that front suite, the driver's seat this year for a team who had the best record in the NBA last year. And that's Devin Booker might be a shocker here. I have him at number five because I just believe this is his year, right? What, what were, what were, the what was the huge issue for the Phoenix Suns last year? They were relying on a 37, 38-year-old Chris Paul in the playoffs in a game seven. And I feel a lot of that, a lot of that, um, a lot of that, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? A lot of that responsibility should have fallen on D-book because, well, Chris Paul got all the flack right for being, not being, the the performance, not putting in the performances, and not playing to the level he was expected to throughout the first round. What we saw from him in the first round, and then the second round when they got bounced by Dallas, I think that 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 responsibility should have fallen on D Book to be that number one option, to be to take that scoring low, to take that uh, primary playmaking role, and I think this year, if Phoenix, we've seen all of their uh, all of their kind of front office issues with with Robert Sarver all of that DeAndre Ayton seeming to be you know Jay Crowder all of his issues but I think they need someone to step up in a big way and I believe D Book uh, will have a huge part to do with that if, if Phoenix is going to be you know contending again this year in the Western Conference D Book's got to step up and be that guy so I have him at five uh, starting off the MVP candidates for next year.
0: I like that, J.D. Book, and man, and, and I think that'll be big. Just for you know, I feel like it, his career in general. I mean, of course, the MVP be big for anybody, but I I feel like the player that Devin Booker is, he's like very. You either think he's a good player, or there's people out there like our guy Garrett who just absolutely hates him and just doesn't all even right. think he's like a first uh first NBA, uh, like a first All NBA team type player, right? I'm right there with you though, Jay. I mean, if you look at his numbers, Devin Booker, the last four years, he's averaged 26.6 points per game, like actually on the dot, like on uh, basketball reference, um, which is, you know, which is pretty insane. So I definitely do want to see him take that jump. uh, But I feel like something that you talked about a lot last year, Jay, was the Phoenix Suns not being just a regular season champions, right. But being able to prove a little bit more, you know, and I, and I think that that, that, you know, that'll be, That'll be big for him, too, uh, as far as, you know, getting that – if he were to get that MVP. But I, I can see – I thought about putting Booker. I'm not going to lie. I thought about for that fifth spot. I thought between Booker, Tatum, and Jokic. And the only reason I'm going to Jokic is more of that voter fatigue, man. But I like Book, Jay. I like Book. I like
1: that. You don't have him on your list, Jay.
0: No, nah, I don't have him on my list. I don't okay, on okay. My list. No, no. okay, okay. Okay, <laughs> okay. I don't have him on my list, no.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with the fourth, and, and that's uh, – and it's right away. It might be a little high, even. But James Harden, Philadelphia 76ers. Um, A a lot of the talk has been Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid. But I truly believe that, you know, you know how I value guard play, how I think this is a guards league. You know, they're running the show. They're dictating the offense. um, They're controlling the pace of the game. James Harden is a point guard for the Philadelphia 76ers. We've seen all the work that he's put in the offseason. We've heard about the potential, you know, 20 pounds or so that he he's apparently lost. All of this, um, the, the additions that the Philadelphia 76ers made, they're, them getting bounced in the second round last year, you know, they're disappointed. They should have been, you know, in the finals, they believe, or at least in the Eastern Conference finals, and they didn't get there. When they brought in James Harden, that was the original plan, right? It was finals or bust. So if you're that guy that they say you are, you've made all these steps, you know, he's apparently in shape, Jay. I think that this is the season for James Harden to to write all those doubters wrong, that saying his career is on a downhill trajectory. Um, if Philadelphia 76ers are going to be successful, it's going to be a large part to do with James Harden. And I think he's going to be back. He's going to be back to that guy that we saw for so many years shining in Houston uh and I and I Hugh, to me I I feel that uh, Philadelphia is going to have a good regular season record so I got James Harden you know he's he showed towards the end of the season too that and he showed flashes I'd say um excuse me in the end of the season again like that Philly the Miami series so if we see that consistently now that he's in shape I just think it's a it's it's gonna be a huge reason to why Philly's successful and I just have him as a prime you know four spot MVP candidate for next year, Jay.
0: Man, Jay James, I, I'm a big believer. I'm right there with you with I'm a big believer of James Harden. He really like I, I'm i really do believe in him getting in shape. Like a lot of people are saying, like, nah, like he's done. It's the the old James is gone. And that, and they may it might be a new version of that of that old James, but I think that. He really is getting in shape, and I really do believe him. You could see it from just simply just pictures, right? You could just simply see the pictures when he came into the season last season versus the way he looks now, just looks a lot more toned. And more than anything, I mean, as Vassal players, we all know, like there's just always like that one guy who just has that on-off switch. Like when he wants to try, he'd kill everyone. But when he wants to just not try, you know, just simply just not try, man. So I- I'm-, I'm a big believer that, you know, James Harden is right there. Uh, I don't have him on my list though, Jay. So let me go ahead and okay. run off and run off my fourth. And honestly, I'll be real, Jay. Like the more, I, so I made this list two days ago. I made this list two days ago, mm-hmm. and the more I'm I, we talking through this, I'm starting to walk this choice back a little bit, but not too much. Uh, but at my fourth spot, Jay, <laughs> I got none other than LeBron James, Jay.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. And,
0: then, and listen, no, listen. Now this is not because I'm a LeBron lover. It's not because I'm a Lakers fan. I, I genuinely expect a big season from, from the Lakers this season. And I think that LeBron, being the leader of that team, being the glue of that team, I think that if the Lakers do have that good season that I, I'm expecting and LeBron plays well at the age of 37, 38, and him being LeBron James, there's no way the NBA doesn't just give that to him, right? Like saying like, oh, the narrative is going to start to come out. Oh, at the LeBron the age of 37, 38, let his team to the playoffs or so where, wherever they end up at they end up finishing, right? I think that, that'll be the narrative that just gets, just gets thrown out there, you know, by the ESPNs and then the, the, the TV coverages and all that. And I think that, you know, that will run with a lot of people. Also that just being LeBron James, but although, although this is what the caveat I want to give to it. Cause as you, as, as, you know, as you got to talking Devin Booker, I feel like, you know, he's younger, I feel like he's in a bit of a better situation. He might, he, that that's might be more of an ideal argument than LeBron. I don't, Maybe Devin Booker just slipped my mind when I was doing this list. Uh, Jason Tatum could maybe have been another ideal one to put there. But, you know what I'm saying, if we if we talk about LeBron being him, the Lakers have a good season, Yeah, age 37, 38, because he turns 38 in, in December, I think there's no way that, you know, the NBA doesn't, you know, doesn't give it to him and try to and r- run with that narrative. But, Jay, talk to me. Am I tripping, Jay, or, or what's the deal?
1: I mean, I, I don't see that as a, I don't have a huge issue with having uh, Bron there simply for the fact that, like you said, I mean, they obviously were a disappointment last season. Uh, if they're I, I do believe they're going to be better. I mean, they've been playing well, you know, their first unit. Right. I do have I do have a, you know, people devalue preseason. Right. But you can see the shell. You can see teams trying to play a different way it's it's a recipe it's the roots of a tree right it's the roots of you know the dynamics that we'll see from a team in the regular season and I have liking the pace uh the pizzazz and and the new Lakers you know up and down fast-paced Lakers that we've seen in the preseason from their first unit so uh then Darvin Ham you know the emphasis on defense, the only issue I see for them and is, is the three-point shooting, and, and then shooting will be the only issue. But if they're going to be successful, you know, we uh, you've heard me say it before, LeBron's going to have a huge part of it. Um, but I could also see a case where if we see Anthony Davis being an MVP type of a candidate. But I, I really have no issue with, with Bron there. I just don't have him on my list personally. But he's definitely like a top 10, you know, maybe even top seven, candidate on my list uh definitely honorable mention right okay. but uh yeah i like okay. that i like
0: it. Three.
1: Let, let, let's hear three i mean three you you alluded to this dude but there's so many guys who i think could have been in in my top five but this guy i just need to see something from him need to see something from him um and that's jason tatum his team made he he led his team in a sense to the, the 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 finals um but he just he just just crapped the bed when it came down to it when his team needed him most to step up we saw him just just collapse right under the pressure the bright lights of the finals um i don't know what it was but he just wasn't engaged um, and he just wasn't r- r- able to step up when they needed him most. And this is, if you could write a story of a, of an MVP season, just from the off season to losing the head coach, Ime Adoko um, early on before the season starts, having Joe Masula take over is, you know, the perfect script, the perfect beginning to the story for Jason Tatum. Right. And Boston, you know, they need him to take over the leadership role. They need him to take over the DNA of Emi Adoko, Adoko, who forced those guys to, you know, play tough on the defensive end. Because when we look at Jason Tatum, he's arguably the be- one of the best perimeter defenders in the NBA, right? Arguably best defender, two-way players in the game. And we saw that first front and center when he was guarding, uh, took – Kevin Durant almost out of that series made his life so difficult, right? Um, When he played the Nets, but the, the, the struggle for him, Jay, and I, and I've said this from the beginning of his career has always been it's consistency. And that's, and that's the one word that we can always look for Jason Tatum when he's at his best. There's really no one else in the game. If you look at his statistically, what he was doing with his assists, his playmaking, you know, the seven assists. There was was a statistic when he had seven assists or more, the Celtics had such an exceptional record. I believe it was almost, you know, almost perfect. Close to 80% winning percentage or, or so. And when he was making plays both on the defensive end and offensively, you know who he reminded me, and it's so funny you said LeBron, that was almost a comparison too. he has all the physical attributes. He has the athleticism. He's a better shooter uh, than LeBron, but when he's, when he's playmaking right now, Jay, and his ability to score at three levels um, I just think that he can be one of the best in the game. So that's why I'm saying if Boston's has the same success this year with his physical attribute, his tools, uh, both defensively and offensively, he's got to be a top uh, top five MVP candidate in my book. Wow, what are you feeling Jay, about that, Jay?
0: Wow, Jay, I no honestly, I, I'm gonna be real with you, Jay. Look, I, I'm a, I'm am a big believer in you know just being just being open and honest and transparent. Look, man, I I shouldn't I should know I shouldn't have even had LeBron on this list. <laughs> I shouldn't have even had LeBron, man. I think I I think Tatum Tatum could have uh, she could have definitely you know fit into that for that. That, that fourth slot because yeah I'll, I'll be real with you man um it, the NBA loves narratives right like i was talking about the, the narratives with leBron right the 37 38 you know, leading the Lakers or, or whatever if the if jason Tatum takes off with this narrative of losing in the finals losing your losing your head coach choking in the finals and then coming back and having a killer season oh man that, that, that especially because you know he embraces the whole kobe spirit the whole Kobe you know mama mentality and we we know Kobe for you know airballing that first game winner when he was young and then la- allowed that really to drive him and you know take him to that next level so man yeah, I'm, I'm I'm I like that I'm right there with you Jay I think Jason Tatum um really honestly the last the last couple of years been averaging 20 24 plus uh for the last the last three years so I mean I'm expecting big numbers from from him this year uh, I do want I do I do want to see and I'm not gonna say it's a caveat, but I, I want to see how much, you know, uh Ime Udoku not being there is gonna really affect mm-hmm. me, right. Like we, we often uh, talk about, you know, is it is it the players that are out there, you know, making the difference or is it the coach? Right? I know that it's both, but who is it more at the end of the day? I feel like this year is gonna be a big test to see, you know, if he if okay. who, who it is, who it is. But I like that, Jay. Jason Tatum at at, at the at the three spots so let me run off my three spot Jay. uh at my third spot um we got a guy who man i mean we know we know what he's been doing the last couple of years the last five years he's been averaging 26 points plus in 12 rebounds and that's Giannis onto the Kupo, j man that man we know what he can do uh it, it's starting to get to the point where we know we know what Giannis is going to bring every single night he's starting to become more like a kd like a curry like a bron um, um you know those those players where. There's not much you can do besides, you know, just kind of pray for it. And, uh, I mean, a, a lot of people, you know, it's been stated on the record saying that they believe that the Bucs would have, you know, went back to back last year if it wasn't for Chris Milton's injury. So I'm sure that this next year is going to be a big year for uh, the Bucs and not not only the Bucs. I mean, Giannis is the leader of that team. I think he's got to step up and make this a real statement year, man, and, you know, come out and say, look, you know, we here. We had a little injury, a little mislap, but we're right back. And I think that Giannis comes with that – you know 27 and 27 and 12 27 and nine that consistent double double and that that threat i don't know how uh he wouldn't get it the only way is the my my my, my number one and number two i think that's the only way he wouldn't get it wow that's the only way he wouldn't get it jay.
1: wow you have you have him that's my number two jay you have him wow. one spot <laughs> higher than me I, I, I this is going to be a huge year for Giannis. Right. They were this is a team who believes they should have been in the finals, you know, ultimately or the, to them. They probably believe, you know, we have a healthy Chris Middleton. We're beating the Celtics. We're beating the Heat. Uh, and then we're and then we're beating the Warriors. Right. So to them, they feel like they were a player away from being the NBA champions. And I, you know what, Giannis, his track record, his, he's a proven dude who who's one of the best, if not the best competitor in the NBA. So we know he's coming through that throne. He, he's a great teammate. He gets those guys. He motivates them. Um, He's, he's uh, blossomed into a leader of that club of that franchise. Right. So this is going to be a huge year for, for Giannis. We've seen him take the steps on the perimeter um and when he's at his best, he's playmaking, right? He's getting it done. He's not settling for that mid-range shot that uh that we often see him too, but he's become a proficient shooter as right as well. So this is this is a motivated Giannis is going to be scary for the league. I, we don't know no statistics needed for that, right? He we know they're coming out motivated to, to come back for that title in the east, and, and they to them and him. They believe they're the best team in the NBA, so I uh, just this is gonna be a huge season for Giannis, and I have him at my two spot. Now and I will say this too, Jay. I'm a, a late, a late cross off, a late cross off of my list. I won't uh, Jokic, for the same reason we talked about voter fatigue and everything, and the and the addition of Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. to that lineup. I don't see him getting – he's not an MVP candidate for this reason. And it's so crazy because if if it were up to voters and it's crazy how a journalist or a media member has any say in who the best – or the most valuable player in the NBA should be, but I don't believe from those we've seen in the past and those uh, criteria for the most valuable player award – I just don't see Jokic getting in the third time in a row. So that's why I'm going to leave him off my list. But, but we'll get into our one spot. And I almost think we might have the same one, but I want to hear I you too, Jay.
0: I think we got the same one too, brother. But let me run off Matu, and that is uh, Jokic's counterpart, Joel Embiid. You know how much cool. I am heavy on him, and uh, I mean, so much of, of his game already before James Harden comes out of the pick and roll and now, like how you mentioned, though, he's getting James Harden, which arguably is, like, left in lead is one of the best, like, pick-and-roll ball handlers, you know. Uh, it's still still in the league. And like how you mentioned at the top of the pod, I do believe James Harden is back in shape. I do believe he has that on-or-off switch. And I think that when he's in a situation like Houston, he just simply switches it off because he just doesn't care. But now he's in a situation where, I mean, I think this, this, this Philly team arguably has – a championship roster i'm not i mean we got to see them put it on paper but i mean they arguably have a championship roster you know they, they they have dogs in you know pj um matisse theigle montress harold they have shooters court tobias harris they have you know the guard play your guy maxi miang the anthony melton i think uh you know with all that, that 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 the sixers have i think that's also the best team that's ever been built around Joel and like this team is built around Joel and and for Joel and to win now, I've been stated multiple times on record saying that I never thought Ben Simmons and Joel was never would have worked ever because you just, you just pick and roll, double Joel beat the play's over. Um, and then also, man, I mean, to Philly, they not, actually, I'm not even going to say Philly. I'm going to say Joel, Joel Embiid. He personally has just built that scar tissue. Jay, you talk about that all the time, the importance of building up that scar tissue. I feel like, Joel Embiid's career so far, and not to be disrespectful, has been a disappointment in a way. Like I'm not, I'm not saying he is a person disappointment, but every year we should, we we want to see Philly do more, and they don't. Every year we want to see Joel Embiid do more, and he can't because he's injured. So I think that you know this year is going to be a big statement year for him. Having James Harden there with him set him up for easy pick and roll of lobs or you know the bounce pass. I think I I think this this is really going to be his year, and more than anything, Jay, uh, I think he got robbed. Jay, he got robbed <laughs> the last two years. I said that when yo when we were talking about yoga, I think he got robbed. So I think that you know a killer season like this and the MVP, you know, would help ha- would help him would help put all the Ben stuff behind him. And they 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 say that you know the ages twenty seven to twenty nine is like prime NBA years. You know, you you've understood the game. You're still in great shape. Joel B is twenty eight, Jay. That's right in the middle, so. I don't know. I think this might be Joel Embiid's uh, MVP season. <laughs> okay. Yeah,
1: I, I I could see that. I just, I believe that, you know, my value of premium, and, and Joel's very honorable mention for me, but I just see um, James taking that role and that leadership, you know, a former MVP getting an, another one potentially ahead of Joel. But for all the reasons you said, Jay, it could be Joel because ultimately he is the face of the franchise. They built the team around Joel and Embiid, not James Harden, right? Um, he's a part of that piece. He's a part of the puzzle um, to make his life easier, right? So uh, we'll see. I, I just believe this year it's gonna be a guard who wins the MVP, <laughs> and that I might be you. for and that might be foreshadowing who it is, and that's the Don. Luka Doncic from the Dallas from the Dallas Mavericks, Jay. I, I, I'm almost positive, almost 100% sure that's who you got at year one. And, and the story's there, right? The story is written uh, for, for Luka Luca Doncic to win the MVP this year, right? This is a team who had no business being in the Western Conference Finals last year. Um, and, and you could almost say they got worse. Um, not worse. I mean, they lost, I think Jalen Brunson was a huge loss for them, but what better script for him, um, similar to a guy like Jason Tatum saying that he having Jalen Brunson there was a huge reason why he was able to do what he he was, he could do um, last season. But for Luka, I think he makes his teammates around him better. Right. And, you know, this is his fourth year, I believe fourth or fifth season in the NBA. Right. Um, and we've seen him each year get better and better jay the next step i want to see him is get better at the free throw line um, maybe improve his efficiency but he's still as efficient um, as they get right last season um he was shooting at the at a guard position you know 45 percent on three uh, eight three point attempts per game and 35% from the three J and I think the players that they put around him his efficiency might go up a, um, a little bit Jay. but where he's at his best is making his the like I said the players around him better and that's what you look for similar to a guy like Jokic um, that's for what you look for in a most valuable player who is the most valuable player to a team and Luca has all those characteristics of being that. And if and if uh, Dallas is in the conversation of being, you know, a top six, top five seed in the West, he has every case to be the most valuable player in the league, Jay.
0: Yeah, Jay, I'm right there with you, my brother. The, the Don, he's man. He this year right here, Jay, is about to enter like Hall of Fame beast mode. Like Luca is about to just really show that he's him. You know, I think that you alluded to losing the Western Conference Finals, like I think that's real scar tissue right there. The last three seasons, he's averaged 28, 8, and 9. Uh, and then also, you know, w- w- this year with, with the team that he's got, I think Christian Wood, I've been stating on the re- I think I've been saying on the record saying like that was the perfect pick and roll partner for, for Luca. We know how much he loves that. You add JaVale, which I know JaVale's not in his prime, but you know JaVale's seven foot with a huge wingspan. Just throw it up to him sometimes. As Warriors fans, Lakers fans, we know Javel finished those plays often. Uh, and then also I think an, just a full year of Spencer with him in the backcourt is uh, is, is gonna be big. But um another thing that I, I alluded to is the multiple sources talked about last year how Luca came into the season out of shape and just it wasn't prepared. And it showed, like it showed. Like if you look at pictures of last Luca last year, and you look at pictures of Luca this year, he's like. I'm seeing like all these pictures of him in like in, the, in his home country, with all these fans, right. Like you can right. see him, like he's in better shape. You could physically mm-hmm. see it. Uh, and I just think that, you know, w- with this team built around him, uh, this might be his, his highest scoring uh, year and his highest uh, career scoring year, th- to be honest. And I think maybe in also assists as well. Cause you know, that, that option with, with Wood and JaVale. Um, I think mm-hmm. it's going to be big J. This is definitely the Don's year he's going to take over and, but let's see how far the Mavs can make it though, because I still, yeah, Luca's MVP. I still, don't, I still would not put the Mavs coming out of the West and not even in top no. like four, to be honest. So we need to see oh. if, if if the Mavs can pull it together, because we know Luca, what Luca gonna do?
1: Yeah, no, it's a big year for Luca, right? Um, we we want to see him take that next step of, of to see what he can truly be. You know, a solidified top five player in the NBA, and I and I think he's on the border he's on the cusp right of being there um for me personally so for him to take that step the the next step uh to round off his game being a a being a medium you know a plus minus a zero defender not a minus not a plus cuz we don't know if he'll ever get there just for, from his limitations um athletically but I, where he can make up where he, for his limitations athletically is his IQ and his understanding of the game and putting him in uh, better positions. Similar, and I always make its comparison to a guy like Steph. You know, teams pick on him um, defensively uh, or offensively mainly because they want to get his legs, you know, take his legs out from him, not from the fact that he's a poor defender because he's proven that he is – a capable defender he's not a plus defender he's not a minus defender he's just good enough and surrounded by the right guys I think Luka could be the same right and his team will be better because of that because we already know what he can do on the offensive end so sky's the limit for the dude um this is gonna be a huge year for them and if they're even relevant in the playoff picture it's gonna be because of Luka right so that in itself is an NDP caliber season similar to a guy like Jokic. Right.
0: Thanks, Jay. and and I lo- I love how you bring up that that, that comparison of, of of him and Curry, and I and I feel like he, he really should look, you know look to Curry because earlier earlier in Curly, Curry's uh, career he would be targeted a lot more, but I feel like you know I, real Hoopers know like Curry defense is really not that bad no more like what it used to be like it's really not that bad, yeah. and I feel like all, all it is is you know people have told him like yo you just need to play defense for about like three to four seconds, then some the help will get there. That's all Luca needs to look to. Look to Jay, but once you said that, it kind of made me think of a question. So I guess you know we'll, we'll end it off on this. But Jay, like, do you think if Luca has like poor, like continues to have poor defense, and a player like Joel or a player like Giannis has a MVP and Defensive Player of the Year type like season, do you think that would you personally would you give it to a Joel or a Giannis that's doing it on both ends, or would you give it to a Luca who's killing the offensive end, but we, we know he's he not doing much on defense.
1: If he's a minus defender, and I and will say, if he's such a liability to his team where it's a glaring deficiency, then I would have to give it to a guy like Giannis or or Joel. But if it's not glaring deficiency, you still give it to a team or a player like Luka. Because I, and, and I'll go back to the fact that similar to the case of Jokic, who was missing without jo- uh, without Jamal Murray, without MPJ. I-, I look at it. Joel Embiid has James Harden on his team. He has more help. Um, Giannis has Chris Middleton. He has Drew Holiday. And I don't see anyone really close to a second caliber, a second option. You know, Chris Woods, Christian Woods, not that guy. Um, Tim Hardaway Jr. is not that guy. JaVale McGee's is not that guy right Spencer Dinwiddie's is not Drew Holiday he's not James Harden so that's where I look at the supporting cast argument so if it's not like I said not a glaring deficiency on the defensive end then I'll give it to Luca over a guy like Joel Embiid um, and, and Giannis okay what, if you, what about you
0: yeah, yeah, I uh, yeah, I was gonna say I, I, I like the way you framed it, Jay. Just as long as he's not a, a like a negative defender out there, because I mean, I me personally, like I would be, you know, it'd be pretty frustrating being the Giannis or being a, a, a Joel, and you're you're out there plus on defensive and offense. And then a player like the player like Luca gets it, especially when I do think that I and mean, like the Bucks and the 76ers will be able to go far will be able to go further than the Mavs. But I, I like that yeah, as long as he's not a negative defender out there. He doesn't need to be defensive player of the year, but at least, you know, at least hold yeah. up until the help gets there. I like that, right? All right, my brother. All right. All right, cool, man. So I, you know, that there you go for the family out there. That's this is our uh, you know, preseason of you know, very early uh MVP predictions. Uh we will we will have you know the other categories in the defensive player of the year, six man, uh player you know most improved and all that. So stay tuned for all of that, man. But I hope uh, family out there, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, this great episode. My brother, do you got any last words to say before we uh, sign off here?
1: Nah, stay tuned with us. Uh, like, comment, subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, follow us on, on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. We're, we're on there putting out content. We're getting closer to the season. So just make sure you're tuned in with that. And like you said, well, we're going to be coming out with uh, preseason predictions episodes like that lead getting you ready for the season because we're, we're uh we're less almost a week a week away from the season starting so uh it's a week away tomorrow actually so get ready get ready stay tuned y'all
0: get ready man stay tuned man i love it i love it well all right man well if that's it then we out of here y'all clutch talk out peace